Hello, world. It's a Monday. News, information, and comment. It is just right around the corner. Thanks so much for being here today. The news, right after this. I can still hear Mama Patton saying it. Days like today. Don't know what it's like in your neck of the woods, but it is dull and cloudy and rainy looking. And she would talk about those blue Mondays. You know, everything is really in your head for the most part. Sure, Proverbs 23, 7. For as a man, a woman, thinketh, so are they. Yeah, you've got to have the right attitude in everything in life. And we who are born again should wake up with the right attitude. We've got it made. We're some of those select few, for whatever reason, on our way to heaven because we've accepted Jesus Christ as Savior. Now, Get out there. Somebody sent me a note this morning and said, you need to fight more, Greg. You need to fight like the third monkey trying to get on to Noah's Ark. Really? Well, that would be a fight, all right. No question about it. Yes, indeed. Let's serve the Lord Jesus Christ in the Lord's army with a fervency starting this Monday. It's not a blue Monday. It's a true Monday. True, based upon the word of God. Ye shall know the truth, and it shall set you free. Let's serve Jesus today. Amen. What in the world is going on? It's the new America. Getting used to it. The suspected Monterey Park shooter who killed 10 people, injured 10 others. He's dead today. The Monterey Park shooting suspect reportedly killed himself. During a press conference last night, Los Angeles County Sheriff Robert Luna identified Montgomery Park shooter as 72-year-old Hugh Cantran. Luna said Tran died inside of a white van of a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Law enforcement found a handgun inside. Tran used a magazine-fed semi-automatic pistol that had an extended large-capacity magazine attached in that deadly shooting that killed 10 people. It all went down late. Saturday night, that gunman shot people at the Star Ballroom Dance Studio in Monterey Park. And then about 30 minutes later... That same shooter entered the ballroom near Alhambra, California. He entered with a gun. The patrons at the dance hall somehow wrestled the gun away, and eyewitnesses said the suspect fled in a white van. That all went down on the first day of a two-day Lunar New Year Festival. I did not know this. Monterey Park, really the largest area of Asians anywhere in America. Sometimes... Sometimes just got to shake your head. A Pennsylvania woman has been sentenced to life in prison for deliberately helping torture and starve her girlfriend's two young daughters to death. Echo Butler, 27, pleaded guilty to two counts of conspiring to commit first-degree murder of her girlfriend's two young daughters in Lycoming County. That was on Friday. Judge Nancy Butts sentenced Butler to two consecutive life terms in state prison Without the possibility of parole, on October the 3rd, Marie Snyder, the girl's biological mom, pleaded guilty to two counts of conspiring to commit criminal homicide, theft by deception, food stamp fraud, etc. The girlfriends were accused of conspiring to kill the two young girls by purposely starving them to death. The two daughters, six and four, were also reportedly subjected to shocking physical abuse and torture. Just unbelievable. Where is my gun? They came out of the woodwork last night, the nutcases.
Chevy Chase Maryland, leftist activists demonstrated unimpeded, uh, operative word unimpeded, at the home of Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh last night, the 50th anniversary of the monumental Supreme Court case Roe versus White. Icy rain drizzled down on the wealthy Maryland neighborhood as about 20 of them. Crazies organized by the protest group Our Rights DC demonized kooks. Uh, never mind. Marched up and down the sidewalk in front of Kavanaugh's home. The protesters carried rainbow umbrellas. So oh, the sign that God gave mankind he would never flood the earth has become their symbol. It's still ours, Christian. Anyway. They carry those rainbow umbrellas decorated with pro-abortion slogans, singing and chanting as they marched away. Cut his time short, they sang. A rapist should not rule the court, they said. Freedom of religion means freedom from yours and no privacy for us and no peace for you. It's the new America and you know it. God grape, Charlie Brown. And this is interesting. There were indeed federal marshals there. They protect the U.S. Supreme Court folks. Several of the marshals who did not share their names told the Daily Signal that these activists were not on Kavanaugh's property, merely on the sidewalk, and were not violating any codes, really. See, they're supposed to protect the uh, Supreme Court. The marshals were asked, why did you allow all of this? According to 18 U.S. Code and 1507, it forbids picketing or parading in or near buildings or residents occupied or used by such a judge, juror, witness, or court officer. Uh, every man is right in his own eyes, so they didn't bother him. Had to be arrested, shipped off, locked up, throw away the key. Yeah. Oh, and on a related note, a documentary about the sexual misconduct allegations surrounding Justice Brett Kavanaugh debuted at the Sundance Festival on Friday night. Sure it did. The theater was sold out and secured by armed guards. And the demons were everywhere. I know it's early, but we should go over to Moronville, check in, see what's going on. Black Lives Matter activist and hate preacher Talbot Swan evidenced his apparent preference for racial division in America over truth with a recent pair of tweets suggesting that that Virginia boy who shot the teacher, Abigail Zerner, earlier this month would have been treated totally differently had he not been white. What? The boy was black. Swan, president of the Greater Springfield Chapter of the NAACP, Wrote on January the 14th, a six-year-old white boy in Virginia packs his mother's 9 millimeter pistol in his backpack, goes to school, intentionally shoots the teacher. If he were black, there would be demands for his parents to be arrested in various conversations about neglect and bad parenting and all. Where are you coming from, sir? The boy was black. Many of these kind of guys in America calling for the spreading of falsehoods and publicly wishing for other people to die. Yeah, that's really what he's doing, isn't it? This wounded teacher, by the way, is in stable condition, but even after being shot, she escorted all of her students out of the classroom to safety while another school employee rushed in to restrain the kid. The boy had previously told another teacher that he wanted to set this woman on fire and watch her die. 
Some teachers reportedly asked for help long before any of this happened, noting this child is troubled. The Washington Post reported that on one occasion, the boy hurled furniture around the classroom, forcing other children to hide. In another instance, the boy allegedly barricaded the doors of a classroom, thereby precluding a teacher or other kids from getting out. How did this happen? All happened because he was a white kid. No, he wasn't. More news right after this. You know, there in the book of Romans, chapter 7, Paul writes about the conflict between the believer's new nature, 2 Corinthians 5.17, you're a new creature, and the power of sin. Our sin is rooted in Adam, while our new nature is founded in Jesus Christ. You're the dual man or woman. The part of us that is tempted to sin is the part belonging to Adam. When you accepted Jesus as Savior, you were given a new nature that is eternally rooted in God's Son. The difficult part is that while you are spiritually a new creature, you are in a fallen world with all kinds of trials and temptations. We talk about them every day on Hello World. God created you with a free will. Therefore, you must choose Yeah, today between right and wrong. Obvious sins like adultery or murder are easily detected, but what about um, envy, jealousy, lying, pride, gossip, lust? Are you as quick to walk away from these? You know, genuine repentance results in changed desires. Allowing your new nature to outshine your old one is a matter of submitting your life to Jesus Christ every day. If you keep tripping over the same sins, ask God to reveal the reason why you're struggling in that thing, my friend. God's greatest provision is his eternal forgiveness, and this is his greatest provision for you today. The German government says not gonna do it, will not object if Poland decides to send battle tanks to Ukraine. Germany's top diplomat said on Sunday, indicating movement on supplying weapons that Kiev has described as essential for its very ability to fend off an intensified Russian offensive. Germany yesterday said that Poland has not formally asked for Berlin's approval to share some of its German-made leopards, but added, if we were asked, we will not stand in the way. They've asked for help from everyone, including the United States. How many... Billions have we sent them already. And you got to wonder, how secure are things really? President Biden got the documents there beside his beautiful Corvette. The FBI Terrorism Screening Center's secret, oh, secret, no-fly list just got a lot less mysterious thanks to a, a woman who was bored and a known hacker in Switzerland exploring unsecured servers in her free time, little hobby there. The lady described by the Department of Justice as a prolific hacker in an unrelated indictment said she was clicking around on the online search engine full of unprotected servers on January the 12th when she accessed what could only be described as a bonanza. This thing was maintained by a little-known airline and found the highly sensitive documents. What documents? Well, they say it's a jackpot. She found the national no-fly list containing the names of 1.8 million people. Names, dates of birth of people the FBI identified as known or suspected terrorist. My, oh my, oh my. What can you say?
And all you got to do is look a little deeper. A story like this every day, many of them. A world-renowned heart doctor now, epidemiologist, who has led the way in countering our government's safe and effective COVID-19 vaccine narrative, said those shots, those shots people are taking, those boosters are responsible for the explosion. Dr. Peter McCullough, the wellness company, studied the sudden deaths of young athletes over time, said there is no, I repeat, no sensible explanation other than the often mandated COVID vaccines for what he sees as a tenfold increase in these tragedies since 2020. That is when the experimental mRNA vaccinations were launched. What do you think? All followed it. Just don't know all the details for sure, but this man, this well-renowned doctor has criticized the mass vaccination of citizens, including COVID shots for pregnant women and kids, the government's suppression of COVID treatment options, which he calls Nobel Prize-winning wonder drug ivermectin, and the spreading of so many lies, falsehoods about these protocols, these mass mandates, which he said lack any scientific support, and the lockdowns that crippled small businesses, closed down schools, really set us back probably a decade anyway. Yeah, it's just a crazy, mixed-up world, and it is confusing. And, of course, we know who the author of confusion is. And I continue to say it. I am so glad that I'm saved and know that Almighty God is in control of all of this. Things shaking up a little bit at the White House. President, mail-in President Joe Biden, expected to name Jeff Zients, who ran the administration's response to the COVID-19 pandemic at the start of Biden's term, as his next chief of staff, according to two people familiar with everything, Biden's current top aide, Ron Klain, is preparing to leave the job in coming weeks since serving as the COVID-19 response coordinator. This guy returned to the White House in a low-profile position to work on staffing matters for the remainder of Biden's first and hopefully only term. Speaking of the White House, what do you know, Joe? Investigators found six more items with classified markings that President Biden's Delaware residence following a 13-hour search last Friday. On the Sunday talk shows yesterday, both Democrats and Republicans said they were oh, concerned about these and other findings of classified documents that have dripped out here in the last few weeks. Biden said he has no regrets about his handling of the situation, and his team and other Dems have tried to emphasize how Biden has completely cooperated with authorities in their investigation, blah, blah, blah. There was no there, there. What in the world does that mean? God grief. Well, it all starts today. The IRS is going to start accepting tax returns today through the 18th of April, and in case you weren't really excited already about this, many Americans will probably see a lower refund this year because several COVID-era tax breaks expired somewhere along the line. And they've hired thousands of new people for the IRS to make sure everything <laughs> runs smoothly. Oh, boy. What else is happening? Elon Musk is going to return to the stand today in a trial over his infamous Tesla's tweet in 2018. 
On Tuesday, a Senate subcommittee will hold hearings on Ticketmaster's market dominance in light of the Taylor Swift debacle. Oh, that was awful. Coming up this Friday, they say you need to note that it is International Holocaust Remembrance Day. That's this Friday. And finally, I haven't asked you yet. How was church yesterday? You didn't go to church this weekend, right? What did the preacher preach on? What was the word all about and what was the lesson? And are you applying it to your life this week? I pray that's so, my friend. Ye shall know the truth. This is where we started, and ye shall be free. And it's not just truth that you know. It's truth that you apply to your life. We had a great time at the cross in Fort Wayne, Indiana. I'm so grateful for the church God has given us here, my friend. And I pray you say the same about yours. Pray for your pastor. Pray for the leadership there at your church. And get involved. Hey, who said that? A lot of you. If I ever did anything right in my life, it was when I gave my heart to Jesus Christ. Amen. Here in Fort Wayne, I was talking about fasting recently to my church. Somebody says fasting doesn't mean eating fast food. That's a good point. Big news story. Yesterday, heard on the radio, the egg shortage. I paid six bucks yesterday for a dozen eggs. The egg shortage caused by... So many hens that are identifying as roosters. Where's my Bible? I got it right here. Life 101, right after this. Let me share something. To your own detriment, you avoid the enemy in many ways, like he doesn't exist. Satan and his demons exist. Don't need to go overboard on it, but you need to know about Satan and his demons and that they're very real in the world and they're attacking you and everything that you care about in the world today. Charles Stanley said, oh, decades ago, that there was an article that appeared in In Touch magazine, that's his magazine, and it mentioned that we need to respect the power of the enemy. And we received all kinds of letters from those confused about that word respect in reference to Satan and his demons. It was used when it comes to his abilities. As believers, you know, God warns us to be on guard against the enemy's tactics. Satan is shrewd. He's going to stop at nothing in order to defeat the body of Christ. He wants to destroy you. It is a war. You are a member of the Lord's army, and there's Satan's army, and they clash 24-7. Read 1 Peter 5, what, 8 and 9, 2 Corinthians 2, 11. As Stanley pointed out, respect in Satan's case involves being aware of Satan's intent and the goal that he has to keep you from fulfilling the will of God as you walk and talk on this old earth, it's not the same respect you would give to the Lord Jesus Christ. Our respect for Almighty God and His Son, Holy Spirit, is one that is awesome in wonder and awesome in love. You must never dismiss the presence of evil in our world as being something harmless or trivial or ineffectual or something you don't talk about or study about or pray about or work on. Nor should we go to the other extreme and give the enemy too much credibility. That's a problem. We cannot seem to keep a very good balance in our Christian walk, no matter what it is. We go overboard for the most part. You know, as long as we live in the physical realm, and you do, wherever you're listening to this program today, we will be subject to spiritual evil. 
And the solution is not to cower in fear or ignore what the Apostle Paul calls spiritual warfare. Our victory lies in the ability to keep our focus and our hearts, our minds, on Jesus Christ. The way to handle Satan's attacks is to claim God's strength as your strength. The application of the armor of God, and you'll read it there in Ephesians 6, you should read it frequently, is essential to your daily protection. Through it, you're given wisdom and discernment so that you can spot the enemy's assaults against you, and believe me, he is going to assault you. One of the chief goals of Satan is to entice you into taking bypasses around the will of God in your life. Once you apply the steps that uh, well, we talked about in the Invisible War and the Saints, discerning his evil intent is going to be much easier for you. Few have done a better job than Neil Anderson's Seven Steps to Freedom in all of this, and there are hundreds of books on Satan and demons and combating the enemy. Don't get too crazy in all of that, my friend. Just remember, by releasing your anxieties and stresses and thoughts of the future to Almighty God, then He is capable of providing for your deepest needs. Things will begin to open up. You want Him to help you in every area of your life. You know, it's our letting go of worries and material things and relationships that we find really fresh hope and peace in the person of Jesus Christ. We desperately need that today. And there was another thing that I was thinking about last night. How often do we find ourselves dropping off into bed at night and not telling God that you love him? You ought to tell God daily that you love him. God is not controlled by emotions, but he does have them. Think of Jesus Christ. Was he not crying at Lazarus' tomb, compassionately looking into the face of Mary as she anointed his feet with oil? or rearranging his normal daily plans to meet with the woman at the well? God's love, his deep sense of caring, motivated him to reach out to others always. That should be our modus operandi as well. The way we reach out to him is through prayer. And this is your umbilical cord to Almighty God, and it becomes damaged through sin and complacency. Your fellowship with God is really the first thing that suffers. And Satan's intent here is to draw you away from spending time with Christ in prayer. He will do anything to discourage, uh, distract, and, and cause you to doubt God's good will for your life. How do you combat this type of covert activity, especially if you're a, a busy mom with kids at home? For one, be creative in your prayer time. God knows your daily schedule. Maybe you better do a little better job at time management. I know God's been speaking to me about that one. Ask God to help you organize your day so you can spend time with Him at some point. Rising earlier, maybe. Praying when children are napping or after they go to bed. Simple options, my friend. The heart is the key. God sees your intentions, good or bad. If you're sincere in your desire to be with Him in prayer, He's going to open the door to intimacy between you and his son. He's going to keep that enemy at bay. That's really good news today. And finally, this is good. You never realize how boring your life really is until someone asks you, what do you like to do for fun? And you just stand there like a deer in headlights. <laughs> Come on. It's a Monday. Smile.
Laugh. It's a good medicine. Blessed are we who can laugh at ourselves, for we shall never cease to be amused in this old world. That's it. Hello, world, for a Monday. I'm your host, Greg Patton. Thank you so much for joining me each day at this time, Monday through Friday. What a joy to have you here. We want to enlighten you as to what's happening in the world today and our responsibility as Christians in this old world. Time is short, perilous times here. Jesus is coming soon. Are you ready? And that's the way it is. Monday, January the 23rd, 2023. I'm Greg Patton. God bless. Enjoy the remainder of your day.